This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you for making us a part of your day. We're hoping to uh, speak with uh, David Locke coming up here momentarily. I say hoping. We've got our fingers crossed because, you know, David's off doing David things in the offseason. You never know. What what are David things? He's like a, he's like an avid mountain biker and hiker and stuff. He's, oh, how he's dare he go and in, enjoy the outdoors? No, but I'm just saying, like you know, phone towers aren't everywhere and that sort of thing. You never know. Yeah, they can get a little spotty. Although when we talked to Jeremiah Jeremiah yesterday from Tokyo, from Tokyo, <laughs> he was he it was about as clear a phone call as we've ever had it, on our show. It's like he had radio equipment over there. The connection was so good. So how was it so good? Is it was it just dumb luck? I guess. By the way, that is going to be really cool. Special shout out to Jeremiah. He's obviously not listening because. It's uh, early in the morning over there in uh, in Tokyo, but uh, it, it's cool. He's been uh, he said he's willing to come on a few times during the Olympics. It'll be it'll be awesome to have somebody right there. Not just because the Olympics are uh, are cool, but because um, they're unique this year. I mean, it's it's really going to be a different experience. Did you see the USA uh, women's soccer team yes. came up a little short? Yes, they lost they to who uh, was, was it Switzerland? The Swiss? No, Sweden. Sweden. Mm-hmm. They lost three nil. Not good. No. Three nil in, in in soccer is like what's that? That's like forty eight to seven in football. Yeah, that's a beating. Yeah, not good. But you know, are you going to be dialed in? When are the opening ceremonies? Friday. Friday, I think. It, that is going to be the weird, the real weird part. Is see, are they going to march the athletes through the empty stadium? I mean, that's uh, that's going to be pretty bizarre. No, and I I do not. Would you rather have, and this is this feels like an argument you and I got into or, or a discussion that we had back in, like, June of 2020, but would you rather have no fan noise at all or the piped-in stuff? I don't like the piped-in Did you stuff. get used to it in the bubble and stuff? No, or I, don't, did it, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like fake. But would it be weird just nothing would be pretty weird? <laughs> you're going to hear conversations. Which they don't want. <laughs> Yeah, it is strange, but we're we're still dealing with it, man. Still dealing with it. Get vaccinated. And what, it, what if if you're the uh, if you're the athletes and you're walking through the empty stadium? Do you like wave? You know, because usually you're <laughs> waving at people, right? I just mean, high you, five each do you, other. Do you, do you do you just kind of walk there? Do you just kind of. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm sure glad we're we're walking. We're walking, everyone. It wouldn't be quite as uh, much of an honor to carry the the country's colors, right? Because you're like, well, this is still pretty cool, but I'm. You still got billions of people watching on TV. Yeah, but you don't feel that at the time. Maybe you do. I don't know, but it it can't feel the same. No, of course not. No, not the same. Um, Utah has just released. Uh, well, actually, the entire league, the entire Pac-12, has just uh, released the folks that are going to be at media day next week. 
So uh, PK and I are going to get to talk to all of these uh, fine athletes. Who are uh, the notables? But Utah will be represented by Britton Covey and Devin Lloyd. Good choices. Very good choices. Well, I mean, two really good players. They're both really good. You know, happen to be really good interviews. But mm-hmm. um, uh, they will both represent the program well, of course. But the, they'll also both play key roles on the team. Hi, Cameron. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, We're great, man. How are you? It. And you know what? I am going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be just boring. That was classic. Austin. You know, I know this isn't a good tease for Pac-12 Media Day, but I mean, it's just going to be dusty. Gonna oh, what be... do you mean? That was why? Because you were you were enthusiastic. Because before? you you make fun of me all the time, so it's going to be nothing. Well, but we don't make fun be... of you. We just made note of the fact that you were extremely enthusiastic when you were greeting every player and coach. You know, when we talked to Keaton Slovis, uh, your Heisman pick for this year, <laughs> it's going to be hello, Keaton. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show today. You are Tell nice. us about your goals. What's up, man? How are you? For the season this year. It was just that it was back to back to back to back to back. It was overwhelming, your enthusiasm. Coach, it's great to see you. How are you? <laughs> it's not like it happened again and again, right, Austin? <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> no, I think you should do it again. Uh, yeah, because you fired up. The, just be you. Yeah, you fired up the guest, and they were ready to talk. I, I was me last time, and I'm we very, love I'm you very for friendly. You. I, I'm genuinely happy to, happy to see people. I'm genuinely appreciative of of the time that they make. I mean, honestly, and that was reflected in your in your in your overall tone. You know what? To, to, to change the subject, you, I I do feel for the coaches and athletes that do have to go through this. Like like car wash is a good yeah. descriptor for mm-hmm. it, because there is only so many things that you can ask, and these poor people are going through interview after interview. Just and it's the same thing, the except same... for you and PK will ask uh, we'll, original questions. We'll try to put I, some unique spins on it, but there's only so much you can ask. Good afternoon. How you doing? Okay. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Yeah, I oh, mean, that was Chip. Now, now, Chipper I, Chip. I want to know. Th- this is interesting. I want to know which Chip we get, because at Pac-12 Media Day over the years, there's been a few different Chips when it comes to. <laughs> I think you get and, what you and, sow with Chip, yeah. and you sowed happiness. Guess that one more time. I mean, see, which that, one? that was just setting the tone. Chip. Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? No, see, no, no. look at him. No, but that's the thing. You won in Philly when he was in the NFL. He was uh, he was a big sourpuss. One hundred percent. You can gauge how good Chip Kelly's uh, team is going to be that year by his demeanor at media day. If his team's going to be good, he's going to sit down and I'll greet him with, "Hey, coach, how you doing? Thanks for for coming." And he's going to say, "F you," <laughs> and then leave and go to the next interview. But if his team is going to suck, it's going to be just like this. It's going to be just like, oh, I'm just. I'm doing so, fantastic. How are you? I am great. It's great to see you. Where, well, I, I just, Where you been? I missed you for so, the best. How are you this fine day? <laughs> I hate you all. I just. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> Is it too late to to say that I'm not going? Is Scotty listening? Yes, it's I'm too not, late. It's it's too late. You got to go. So I've got to subject myself to this type of treatment on Wednesday. How of next are you week? this fine day? Well, no, that's dependent on you. Hi, Cameron. Hi, how are you doing? Well, I'm great, be, man. How are you? What's up, Zach? Hi, Troy. How are you? What's up, Nick? Boring. How are you? Miles, no, what's up, man? How are you? Play all of it. But see, yeah, yeah, but see, you set the table for great interviews. You know what? PK's doing it this year. I'm not doing it.
I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be there to to I love the this fine day one. Oh. <laughs> what made the day so fine? How are you this fine day? Oh, I hate you. Sounds like a, a mailman just in the in the neighborhood. <laughs> I just I don't like Zip-a-dee-doo-da. Well, How right. are you this fine day? Car wash though is right, and you were you were you had those sloppy brushes, you know, all over the different I don't, subjects. I don't what? even know what that means, but I don't I'm, I'm not you know, taking like a car, the car wash. wash you going to, sir. I mean, you ever gone to the car Sloppy wash? brushes? Yes, yeah, brushes and twirly things and the, the big uh, the flaps that uh, that sort of move back and forth on your car. And yeah, I know those. I've just up. never asked for the sloppy brush treatment. <laughs> you know what's interesting about Utah is, I, I don't know, I'm trying to think. I still don't think they've ever taken a quarterback. Well, to, what does that to, say? To Pac-12 Media Day. I'm trying to think. If Tyler Huntley did Travis not do it once senior year, I, and Travis I swear Wilson he did, did not, it. Uh-uh. You know what? I think Jordan Wynn did it year number one, and I think that was it. All right. Then. I don't know how we checked. Well, that, but I'm trying to think. You can't argue with the choices this time around, though. I mean, oh no, 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 no. I I actually think Utah has been quite good at selecting which players to go to Pac-12 yeah. media day. They usually pick a couple of players that really represent the program. Well, well I'm, this not, is, I'm just saying it's not usually the quarterback. From a physical standpoint, this is an interesting one because Devin Lloyd, I mean, he is the definition of what a solid, great football player would look like. And Britton Covey um, looks like, you know, he might be somebody's cousin or something, you know. He just has a much more normal, great, great player, but he would blend into a crowd easily. So, so the uh, the <laughs> the first year, the very first year, Pac-12 Media Day. I think it was at I want to say Fox Studios, but I I was down there, and I know Scotty talks about this too because Scotty was down there too. So in the league that year, I'm trying to remember all the quarterbacks that were down there because it was it was like something extraordinary. But mm-hmm. they were all think about the size of these quarterbacks, right? The, so there was Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. um, uh, the 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 guy from Arizona State who went to the Broncos, Osweiler, Brock Osweiler. Oh yeah, and he's like six eight. Yeah, um, Foles, Foles? Uh, Nick uh, Nick Foles. Uh, and then I think Matt Barkley was the quarterback for USC. Supersized quarterbacks. And then Jordan Wynn was there. And it was like, <laughs> okay, so it, it was like a meme of Pac-12, Pac-12 athletes, you know, or, and, and Mountain West Conference. And it's not Jordan's fault. I mean, he just wasn't the biggest no, player I mean, in the world. Yeah, and Drew Brees fits into the same category. Yeah, right, right, right. But it, it was just really tell, telling because the rest of the league had these just monstrous quarterbacks that were all like 6'4 to 6'8 and 240 pounds and just like chiseled out of granite. And then Jordan's like, hey, guys. I'm just down here hanging out. And Jordan always had that like baby face, too, that made him look young. Well, I always enjoy a Pac-12 media day because you guys do a good job down there. And, and it's fun to get to know all these personalities. And it, it, it may be a car wash, and they may get tired of answering the same questions. But you and PK are of, of such a personality yourselves that uh, I think uh, they will be excited to talk with you. Well, PK asked the good questions. I just try to keep up. Uh, there will be 
four quarterbacks represented a Pac-12. Anybody media. notable? Uh, you see the names in front? Well, they're all they're all notable. I mean, <laughs> start and end with future Heisman winner Keaton Slovis. I, mean, I, <laughs> I don't. I'm not going down there to interview anybody else. Uh, but uh, let's see, Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA, mm-hmm. uh, Chase Garbers from Cal, Jaden Daniels from Arizona State. Those will be the quarterbacks down there. Wonder if this is a year Cal takes it to the next level. They're they're kind of building things uh, somewhat similarly to uh, to how Utah is constructed. They've got a defense first coach, and they're trying to kind of build on that. And they've been searching for that that card, uh, quarterback. And if Garbers can stay pretty healthy, then maybe this is the year Cal is a threat in the North. Although most folks are handing that over to Oregon already. Yeah. Okay. Well. I don't know. I don't know how Cal is going to do. But highlights, uh, people I always look forward to interviewing down there. Um, the, David Shaw is always yes. is is always uh, can't miss. And he loves to steal recruits out of Utah. Uh, yeah, and PK always always brings that up. Uh, Clay Helton is actually always a pretty yeah. good uh, pretty good interview. He's a he's a pretty grounded dude considering he's the head coach at USC. You never know what you're going to get from Herm, uh, and particularly <laughs> Herm interacting with PK. So. There's that. I, I like How interviewing. Are you different than all the other losers that have come <laughs> through here. I like interviewing Mario Cristobal, but it'll be interesting because usually I only get like a question into Coach Cristobal because Hans is down there and Hans. Hans is usually eager to talk about the offensive oh, line. Oh, especially with, with Cristobal, who's an O line guy. <laughs> so he just dives into the O line, just loves talking O line with Coach Cristobal. So, <laughs> so uh, you and PK, so PK can talk I, about wide receivers <laughs> and quarterbacks and running backs. You How know. many I used to live here stories from PK next week? Oh, we're getting a bunch of those. Yeah, you know, we're getting. You used to live in LA. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get a lot of that. Nothing um, wrong with that. You know, you take the the harbor and you get up to. Uh, There's a lot wrong with it Santa when you have Monica. two players and a coach from all twelve teams, and you're saying <laughs> it to every one of them. So I, you know, I always. Be- you know, I used to live here, coach. <laughs> Me, uh, me being me, I always go through and look at the the names of the players coming, uh, looking for the the challenging names because I'm so so bad with names, and I, most of them this year are straightforward, so that's nice. Okay. Well, Utah usually has its fair share of. Uh, oh well, that that's fine because I I have to practice and get the Utah names down. I don't mind that at all. It's the the names of the sometimes. You know, you get a lot of name players that, of course, you've you've heard of at uh, Pac-12 Media Day, but sometimes there's a name or two that sneaks in there where it's like, okay, I better better practice that one before we go. Live. Do you think uh, the coaches and players who are f- from the same market where the radio stations or TV stations are that those uh, those entities get better responses or worse? Oh, probably better because I bet the questions are a little bit more specific. specific yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, I mean, as you're interviewing, you get the major storylines going on in your program everywhere else. Like, you know, the kind of. Tell us about your program overall this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're, getting, you're getting all that kind of thing. I I, uh, <laughs> I loved it. There was a UCLA player two years ago. And I could I could go back to look uh Look who it was, but had gotten uh, must have gotten a, a days full of questions about how soft the Bruins were, because <laughs> by the time he got to us, he was like he was uh, uh, really perturbed <laughs> at any sort of question that leaned in that direction. Mm. 
I can understand it. Whereas when you and and, uh, and and PK are interviewing Kyle Whittingham, you know, it, the interview can start with, hey, Kyle, you know, you really weren't very good on uh, the 17th, uh, you know, par four that we played the other day. <laughs> uh, I've never played golf with Kyle Whittingham. Yeah, PK. So, yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, Coach Witt broke our uh, headphones a couple of years ago. Yeah, but not on purpose. No, but it was kind of funny. It was a very, like... Kyle Whittingham, like football coachy thing to do, where he just simply him, Pawed it. you know, grabbing the headphones <laughs> to put onto his head. He, <laughs> he, of course, pulled the ear right off of it, you know. <laughs> oh, how did that happen? It's like, well, coach, you got to ease, you know, Delicate. easy. You gotta, Delicate. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I'm looking forward to it. I always like hearing you guys, what you do down there. It's, it's a fun day. Really. Well, everybody's always in a good mood. That's the thing. Nobody's lost a game. Mm-hmm. You know, camp hasn't started yet. Nobody's overly tired. Everybody's... How are you this fine day? <laughs> Nobody in a better mood than Jay. Hey, I am not going to be in a good mood. <laughs> Don't take I'm it not, personally, I'm not, And I'm Jay. not going to even pretend to be in a good mood. I'm just, I'm just, you hey, know. Austin, if it you was s- Miles Bryant, wasn't it? Was it Miles Bryant? <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. If you string those together, I bet you it'll put our listeners in a good no, mood. No, They're strung no. together, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, hey, go we, ahead. We've like, done it the whole segment. Do we I really know, need but to not, do it not, more? Not, People have the idea. Not all Yeah, they got it. I'm friendly, and when put back to back to back, everybody gets a big laugh. It's really funny. No, see, if you just give it spoonful by spoonful, it's one thing, but you get a big old shovel full, and you get the idea. No, no, no. I think going to break. Maybe. People people have the idea. <laughs> Don't let it affect you, Jake. That's that's who you are. Be who you are. Be comfortable. Don't let anybody shame you. We just noticed how happy you were. It, it, it didn't. It's not a bad thing. Look, we were we were expecting to talk to Locke this segment, and we made a whole segment out of laughing about. Oh, hey, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Cameron. Hi, how are you doing? We're great, man. How are you? Hello. <laughs> Everybody's having fun. <laughs> what? What's the matter with that? What makes you think it's a bad thing? I, I really hope you don't change it. And then I and then I have to put up with Gordon every day being like. My family tells me you're too mean to me. And yet we just do a, a whole segment of this. Not, I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> oh, you're not. No. What are you doing? I'm encouraging you to keep it up. So no, He's having fun with you. It's true. So full of no, crap. I think that's why you should do it because it, put, it sets a tone for the interviewee. And then he, like we heard from Chip, it was chipper because you put him well, in. I say, what's up, man? How are you? Perfect. Perfection. Coach, it's great to see you. How are you? What made you think that there was a negative involved here? Are you done? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? (laughs) Hello! (laughs) What is that? Hello! This is Doubtfire. Such jerks. It's good. No, no, Jake, really, I think it's it's a positive. Keep it going. Even more. Add more. Yeah, and then go moonlight at Zupas. You know, people ask me all the time. They come up and say, oh, don't you just love your job? And they're surprised when I say no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out to the zone phone. Andrew, I mean, Joining us now. a happy man is a good man, right? Yeah. And, and, and Jake was happy, and he was excited and, and, and enthusiastic. That's what you're trying to accomplish with the, with the, with your business there, right? 
things must be going pretty well in the bedroom for Jake, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, I am going. I take that back. I am going to be extra happy at Pac-12 Media Day. <laughs> that is going to be a thing. Let's ask and ask. Uh, <laughs> But let's let's bring some happiness to some listeners because, uh, of course, intimacy is a big part of life. It is a big part of life, and we try to help men improve the intimacy by getting rid of the erectile dysfunction. Uh, a lot of guys out there feel like they're too young, too healthy to have an issue. Uh, you're more normal than you think. That is what I would say. And with our technology at Wasatch Medical, we can improve the blood flow by repairing blood vessels. Think about how you break down a muscle in the gym, build it up stronger. That's essentially what our technology does. Uh, 10-minute treatments backed by 40 clinical studies. This has now been called the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. Wow, because, you know, what? it makes some sense because for so long, I mean, we think back to how long the pill has been uh, on the market and how long guys have been putting up with those side effects. And, you know, this is this is doing it better. This was due to happen. Yeah, that's right. Men have taken the pill for 30 years. Um, Not a lot of spontaneity in it. Almost uh, all guys get some kind of side effect. And this is finally getting rid of the need for all of that. It goes past the symptoms that goes to the root cause. And, you know, you can just imagine if more blood flow where you want it, when you want it, that is a great thing for relationships. 801-901-8000. Call today. Get in and see the doctor, and you always do a little something extra for the Zone listeners. We really do. Uh, You can leave your wallet at home. Call us now, and the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound, that's with our doctors free. You get the very popular gift. This is worth the trip produces powerful results in the bedroom. I don't think I've ever seen it fail. Uh, Give us a call. It's all no charge. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. And to think that as far as Joe, I'm largely responsible. I may not many awards, Dave, but it gives me a sense of great pride knowing, yeah, I don't feed the naked, but in a sense, I help facilitate a connection. So I can feel good about it, you know, a little bit. Not quite like you, but I think I can feel good about it. You're not feeding the hungry, but you are uh, entertaining the board. So there's that. There's somebody stuck in traffic, stressed, the weather's bad, you know. So what do I do? You entertain the board. Catch DJ and PK mornings from... 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Shadows fill an empty heart as love is fading. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our good friends at the Murdoch Auto Group. Don't say hello to them. Gordon, uh, we've got some, uh, we were talking about Pac-12 Media Day. We've got some news this is going to bother you, so brace yourself. What? Uh, here is a statement from Washington State head football coach Nick Rolovich. Oh, boy. Quote, as the Pac-12 conference has required that all in-person participants at next week's Pac-12 
12 football media day, be fully vaccinated. I will participate remotely and look forward to talking about our football team and the incredible young men in our program. I've elected not to receive a COVID-19 vaccine for reasons which will remain private. While I have made my own decision, I respect that every individual, including our coaches, staff, and student-athletes, can make his or her own decision regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. I will not comment further on my decision, unquote. That just strikes I mean, It's America. It is America, and I I suppose he can make up his own mind, but um, I I don't know if I'm interested in doing a Zoom interview for Pac-12 Media Day when everybody else is there in person. That would be strange. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I it's a delicate topic. I bet you know what I you know, here's a coach saying they're not going to get vaccinated. But uh, uh, teams with dealing with players. I mean, we're talking yeah. about, you know, I mean, what is the traveling party uh, players wise for a college football team? I mean, you're, you're talking about at least 100 dudes, right? Isn't that what most teams travel? You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that's a lot of different individual minds on this particular topic. And this is this is not going to be a story that goes away. But you know, if if you indeed want most, if not all, of your team to to be vaccinated, not to have COVID issues during the upcoming year, the head coach not setting the tone is probably not a good sign for the Cougars. And I I, I think you you articulated that perfectly. I mean, there's a responsibility that goes with being a head coach, and. Uh, as as an example, and in a lot of ways, that just strikes me as I understand the freedoms of America, and I get that. But when you're in close contact with all these other people, uh, it seems like that would be an easy decision. I we also, I mean, in fairness to Coach Rolovich, I have no clue what his reason is, and I don't, I don't know. I suppose we could debate what would be a good reason or not. I don't know. Maybe he's allergic to it or something. I have no clue, but. Well, I mean, but why wouldn't you say that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that some sort of revealing some sort of information? I, I do think people have a right to be private about their medical yeah, their medical I stuff. Yeah, I, I get, yeah, I get that. So, I mean, there's but, some, but, there's but some but competing things here as usual. But if you're right? the head coach of a major football program, it, it, it's a little different, right? Um, it, it certainly complicates matters. Yeah, I, I, I think he owes an explanation, a specific explanation to all his players. Well, we don't know that he's not doing. Well, that. maybe he I, has. Yeah, I have. We we have no idea. I don't. I don't know if he owes anybody an explanation. Probably. Oh, as a head football coach, I think you you are. You have certain uh, certain uh, a burden to carry that's beyond those of us who are living our private lives and doing our thing. Well, um, well you mean, are you let, are a leader of this. young people. There is a right. there is a responsibility to that. Yeah. I do agree. I mean, you, you know, and he's going to come in close contact with all kinds of people. If he has a medical condition, then that that would be the one thing that that. But what medical condition? Well, that's would what I'm make saying. It I don't more know. More of a risk to get the vaccination than to get COVID. I well, I, I that's know. I mean that's why young people are are not. Um, getting vaccinated at the rates of, of old people. I know everybody likes to look at it on the political scale. You know, this this side of the political aisle is not getting vaccinated, and this side is. I know everybody likes measuring That's it by that. Stupid. But if if you look at the where the real notable breakdowns are on on vaccination rates, it's age. I mean, the the young people are deciding, and 
this is just I'm my reading the tea leaves here. Young people are deciding they're weighing the risk between possible long-term effects of a vaccination that they know little about or their risk from getting COVID-19. And I suppose some are saying that their risk of, of serious illness and death is low enough that they're, they're willing to roll the dice. I know a 23-year-old who is in perfect health, and this is anecdotal, I get that, but perfect health, an athlete who got COVID, and it kicked that individual's butt. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I... I get it. We've been, we've been I, here the I, last I, year. I, I, yeah, it, everybody has to make their own decision, but when you're the head football coach of a major program, I, I think there are strings attached to that. And those those youngsters that are saying, "Oh, it won't do me, won't it won't get me as bad as it," but then you see and interact with people who you then pass it to who it doesn't. Right. Well, well, and with. you hope that the more vulnerable are vaccinated by now, and that's the one thing where you go, you hope that the spread isn't what it it certainly once was. But here here's the hard. If if I were a young person, and I'm I'm weighing this decision, and this is just uh, me being the lazy person that I am. I wouldn't want to go through all the garbage that you have to go through if you don't do it. Because the, if you heard Craig Thompson on with, uh, if you heard Craig Thompson on with uh, with Hanson Scotty today from Mountain West Conference Media Day, they are uh, they are going to still require non-vaccinated players to to adhere to the testing standards. But the conference will no longer be fitting the bill for. The testing that will now be passed along to the individual universities who have, according to Thompson, every right to go ahead and charge the player. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that had to get old last year. Right. I mean, all the the rigmarole and the 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 testing and the isolation and the masks and the distancing and all that stuff had to be at very least inconvenient. I would be eager to leave that behind because that's the standard that was set for college athletes last year. Well, I'm just trusting the the brightest minds in the world. And I know you can find some outliers out there from physicians that say, no, 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 don't, don't, you know. But the vast majority of the people who have spent their entire lives studying this stuff, they say do it. That sounds good enough to me. Now, maybe not to everybody, but it seems like when you th- – when you consider the risk, not just to yourself, but of doing exactly what you said, passing it on, it seems like it makes sense to be able to do that and to do that, to just flat out do it. All right. Um, should we? Okay. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Let's switch gears and, and talk some basketball. He's the radio voice of the Utah Jazz. He's the one and only David Locke. What's going on, David? Not much, guys. How are you? Apologize. I think I screwed up today and lost cell phone battery so I, I, I found a way to reach you though all good buddy. no we're glad uh, we're glad you uh, jumped in let's let's get right to it uh, thoughts on the finals milwaukee champs uh, i mean from a jazz purely standpoint you, you can't like anything more than a superstar staying in his town trying to um and, and to win in his city uh and uh you know to do it in a smaller market i think there's a, a bunch of interesting parallels um, one of the great people of all time, Herb Cole, owned that franchise. He was probably the equivalent of the Millers to the Milwaukee. Um, he was a senator, uh, had done everything for them. And then over time, um, you know, he sells it to this incredibly wealthy venture capital group out of New York. Uh, everyone actually in the league kind of murmured whether they might move. Instead, they build this massive, awesome arena. And they have a young superstar that decides to stay as they change the branding of the city of Milwaukee, I think, in the process, as well as 
um, you know, the whole franchise. And I think Ryan Smith could be that same person for us who, you know, comes in with a new energy after following one of the great ownership groups of all time uh, and, and a similarly important person in the community as Herb Cole was to the Millers. And, you know, hopefully, you know, rebrands the, the franchise of the Jazz a little bit in the city of Salt Lake in the state of Utah uh, and move, you know, in the same way. So maybe Donovan can be gone. So uh, maybe there's some parallels there. As a Jazz fan, I think this is probably what you had to root for. And you had to like the whole finals, frankly, because of Phoenix. Uh, for a particular performance, uh, you know, I tweeted last night, this is one of the five greatest performances in the history of the game. I'm just not sure what the other four are. Right? Like, you kind of know they're out there. You have to go research them. Right, but uh, what we—the superhuman will of Giannis Antetokounmpo was overwhelming. David, uh, we saw what the Bucks did. They had Giannis and they had Middleton, uh, and they added uh, Drew Holiday, which was, uh, you know, pricey, but uh, but it was a good move, and they win their championship. What do you think the Jazz need to? Add? Do they need to make a major deal, or do they? Can they just tweak it and get where they need to be in order, not just to, not not necessarily to win a championship, but to contend for one uh, on a regular basis? So. And I know we're, it's a it's a detailed kind of nuance, but so we kind of did our first of all we kind of did our deal right in the sense that we got Mike Conley like that was our Drew Holiday deal, and so hopefully we can re-sign Mike Conley and be able to continue to move forward with that. Like Kevin Durant's foot is not on the line, hits the three, Brooklyn wins. Drew Holiday deal a good deal or bad deal? Hmm. Good deal? I mean, I just think it's a really interesting, like, I just think you have to put yourself, I love what you said at the end of that question, Gordon, to contend. Because I think that's really what you're building your team to do, is be in the final four in your conference and see what happens. What happens if Milwaukee has seen Philadelphia? Joel Embiid guards the rim, Ben Simmons guards Giannis, Seibel guards Middleton? I love Philadelphia in that matchup. Like, I like Milwaukee. Like, Milwaukee gave Brooklyn fits because they could do a bunch of things to them. But I like Philadelphia against Milwaukee. I think they match up beautifully. So, I really believe you're building yourself to try to be one of the final four in your conference and see if you get matchups. Frankly, we would have looked better against Milwaukee or Phoenix. I'm not going to say we would have won. That's pretty pompous, arrogant, and disrespectful to those two teams and what they put out there. But we would look better against Phoenix and Milwaukee than we ever would against the Clippers. And that's sort of the matchup, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that game that you play. Uh, you get matched up who you get matched up with, and you go from there. But, David, there's also the good fortune factor in all this. I still believe if Mike Conley had been healthy and if Donovan Mitchell had been fully healthy, uh, you know, Mike had some awfully good games against the Clippers if you go back and look through them. So, I mean, luck plays a role in this, too. Certainly. I mean, Derek Fisher's fade away for the Lakers, gets them a title against the Spurs. Offensive rebound kick out to Ray Allen. Frankly, Giannis tipping a missed rebound the other night and having it go back to his teammate instead of going to a fast. Devin Booker pulls from 16 instead of un, for kind of un, why did Devin Booker go in and late on that drive? Like, what was he doing? Like, he frankly, you know, like he's not a great clutch player and he, and he, and he made the wrong move right there. Like, Devin Booker pulls from 16 and hits a jumper. They win it. Like, 
Like the, the, the margin and the level of, of what it is to win, it, it, and, then, and then let's just take the opposite. Like, I, I don't think you can build a franchise and ever expect to get a performance like you got from Giannis last night. Like, if that's what it, like, if that's what it takes, like there's like three guys in the world, maybe in the history of the game, that can play that hard. Like, I don't know how he played the fourth quarter without passing out. The energy he expelled in the first three quarters was incredible. The offensive rebound putback he had, like, late in the first half was, like, was just pure will. Like, maybe that was early third quarter. Like, it was incredible. So, like, if that's what it takes to win a championship, like, that's pretty, like, I mean, that's really fairly remarkable stuff we're talking about here. So, one, I think you have to understand how nearly impossible it is to win a title. Like, you think about it. You have to have Devin Booker make that mistake. You have to have Kevin Durant's foot on the line. You have to have Giannis somehow not tear every ligament in his knee. And then you have to have Giannis have that performance. And then you have to have Brooke Lopez drop 33 when Giannis is out. Like, it's almost impossible to do for anyone to win a title. It's just that incredible. And so – you better put yourself in a position where you're competing and then hope that a lot of these things happen because there's not much more to it than that. So, David, it's my opinion that uh, the Bucks won uh, in large part because Giannis and Drew Holiday are both really good on both sides of the floor, the two-way player. And uh, I, I wonder, Gordon and I have been talking about this quite a bit this week, w- will that catch on? Uh, with the crowd that always says, I want to win a championship uh, and I'll do anything to do it, is there any chance that those players looking at uh, at Giannis and Drew Holiday go, well, maybe I'll get out there and bust my butt on both sides of the ball? So who are you – I'm not following. Like, who are you really talking about that you well, don't think like how many, Well, I mean, how many offensive-only players are out there that I'm sure – like Damian Lillard, I'm sure, wants to win a title and – Maybe uh, you know other players that are that are really offensive focused. I mean, what there are dozens in the NBA, right? That are Maybe really great players. To Donovan. Uh, I'm right. sure. I think you could throw Donovan in there too. Uh, but those guys think, well, wow, I if I can get it done at both sides, that's what it requires to to win a championship. Um. Well, first of all, Drew Holiday, we wouldn't be including if he didn't play with Giannis. Okay. Right? Like, he was 4 of 19 last night. Right. But um, game five, he was great. I mean, he's yeah, a little right. hidden, um, nice, but he's a two-way yeah, guy. Yeah, right. I mean, that's kind of who he is. Um, so, you're really talking about, yeah, I mean, to win it, like, LeBron plays Kawhi, like, who have been our champions, right? Like, Yep. Steph D's up when he has to in, the, in that setting. But Kobe, um, Jordan, so, I mean, you can go back yeah, through right. it, right? So that, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. So, I mean, that's like being a champion's crazy hard. Like, that's – and the real problem is you can do all those things right and you still don't win a championship. Being, being a champion, I believe, I mean, it's just – it's remarkable. Like, it's – Giannis is just one of the great stories of all time. Like, how is this – have you seen that interview with him in Greece where he's like, I want to be an MVP and be a champion? Like, how do you do that? Right? Like three years earlier, he was like sleeping in gyms because they didn't have a house. He was selling trinkets on the streets of Greece. And stuff. Like, it's, it's, he's, just, he's, just a, he's just the greatest. He's just unbelievable. And his interviews during this process have been so forthcoming. I've never seen an athlete be as honest as he's been during, during the run. It was, the last athlete I've seen be this honest about things was Kobe, but he was done. Like it was in his retirement year where it really didn't matter anymore. And then he became very honest about things. 
but I've never seen an athlete as honest as what he's been this year. Um, but anyway, to answer your question, I guess, I, I mean, it's just really hard, hard to win a championship. And maybe by your eighth year in the league, you learn that. Like, I think that's the other one from a jazz standpoint that's relevant. Like, that was Middleton and Giannis' eighth year together. Their sixth year was a disaster. Right? Their four-game loss to the Toronto Raptors was a mess. They couldn't have been worse. And it wasn't great last year, though. I give them a little bit of a pass because I think the George Floyd social justice, George Hill leading the boycott, disrupted that team both externally and internally in a manner that made it very hard for them to go on what's the necessary for a championship run. Um, maybe rightfully so and totally worth it. I'm not putting a value just on that, but just isolate the championship. But, I mean, two years ago, this team had just an absolutely disastrous playoff run. So, you know, I think it's very – I think these things are hard – are just crazy hard. Um, I frankly think – I get it. Like, I opened my podcast today with this. I watched that game thinking, oh, my gosh, I'd do nothing more than want to call this. Like, I was texting Boone during the game, like, oh, my gosh, could you imagine calling this? It'd be incredible. To say that, I think it's such an unrealistic expectation for a fan base to set that as my only standard. It's great to say you want to win a championship, we've got to win a championship. And, and, and if we ever do, we'll have 60,000 people in the streets like they did, and it would be the greatest thing ever. But, like, it's such an unrealistic expectation. It's just insane. Shoot for it. Go for it, but understand how absolutely crazy that is to try to do that and what it took to do it. David, thank you very much for jumping on with us, man. We appreciate it. We'll catch up with you right. next week. Thank you, and my apologies for, you know, messing up timing today. All good, buddy. Thanks for jumping on. There you go. It's our friend David Luck. His visit brought to you by the Murdoch Auto Group. It's crazy hard, just like he was saying, but I don't blame Jazz fans for dialing in on that, you know. They want to win a championship. Well, they had as, the best rec- fan base. Yeah. yeah, and they had the best record in the league this year. I mean, got the best record in the league. You're you're a contender, and it came up short. And of course, that's gonna be disappointing. But that is an interesting comparison that the Bucks were falling short year after year. Sure, and now they punch through. Yep. So, stay tuned. We'll have more next. We'll have a market update for you. Uh, we've got uh, Chris Mannix. who's going to jump on with us at four thirty. It is the Big Show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone. It's a Win Ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a Win Ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the Win Ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a Win Ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Woo! On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey, guys. Jake here from my friends at Peach Window and Door. They are locally owned and operated company. They are passionate Utah jazz fans, and they are zone listeners. We love Cindy and her whole crew down there at Peach Window and Door. They are great. They are Utah's premier window and door retailer. They combine beauty and technology, and they've been doing it since 1993. They do custom work. If you can do it or if you can dream it, they can do it, and customer service is absolutely a priority to the good folks at Peach. They talk to people. If they, if you call, they will answer. They will talk to you because the customer, of course, is what is most important. They are a turnkey window and door company, meaning they'll, uh, they'll, they don't believe in high-pressure sales. They want you to have uh, what you want for your project. Uh, they will uh, follow it up uh, with their installers that do it themselves and back it up with guarantees designed to bring peace of mind to sales. 
satisfied customers. They have 0% interest available, and they do free in-home estimates. So there's a few ways to get the ball rolling. You can go to peachbuildingproducts.com, find out why they have over 255-star reviews on Google. Go to their beautiful showroom in Salt Lake, 2940 South, 300 West. See for yourself. They can just do amazing work. Or you can call, schedule one of those free in-home estimates, 801-566-1255. That's 801-566-1255. Peach. Window and door. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for a market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. How did the markets do today, Gordon? They continue to rebound, Jake. The markets were in the green today. The Dow up, uh, what was it, 286 points. I'm all for green. The NASDAQ, very nice. Up 133 points. Ooh. And the S&P up uh, just shy of 36 points. Justin Bieber, awesome. <laughs> I love Bowler. Isn't Bowler the best? No. What do you mean, no? Whoa. I'm kidding. Hey. I'm kidding. I've known Bowler for... 28, 29 years I now. I know, and you've treated him so badly. It's it's amazing that he still comes on the show. Go to hell. <laughs> you know, I think the worst thing I ever did to him, we haven't even ever talked about, and I don't want to bring it up on the air now, but uh, th there was one case where I strung him along worse and uh, felt bad about that, but I don't want to get specific. Worse than leaving him in Mexico? That was that was not that was that was the least of the uh, 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 the ill treatment. Because that was not my fault. You guys keep blaming me, but I'm telling you, I was stuck, stuck on the plane flying out of Mexico there, while he there was, was class. while he was stuck okay, there was, in the airport. There was Sharon was wife. at 107. Yeah, I know, but what can I do about that? Help. They, no, they were already at the gate, and I was all the way back in the other part of the airport because they went went ahead ahead. They went ahead of us, and so I'm sitting there, and the the guy behind the counter informs me that we met, won't make our connecting flight. Now, there I am. What do I do? Do I miss? Do I do I uh, uh, go ahead on the the planned flight and miss the connection too? Did, Is did, that going to make Sharon feel better? Did, no. Did you tell them? They weren't there. No. Did you call and say, "Hey, we're they, not I going to be there"? I couldn't use my phone because I was in a foreign country. That's not an excuse. That's it, not a thing. It wasn't. JJ thing. just called from Tokyo. We I just didn't, talked about I this. I didn't have the card. You need to make the call. I've, so there was no way for me to get in touch I've with Bowler. Been to Mexico. You can make a call. <laughs> I did from not, Mexico. The service I had on my phone would not connect. 
So what do I do? There I am stuck. This, this part, that's not true. That was is it, true. Was it a jitterbug? That's what kind not, of phone yeah, were you working not, on? I, it did that's not, not work. It, it did not work. My phone didn't work and my wife's phone. Neither one of them worked down there. And we couldn't call them. So here I am. I got a whole line of people behind me. And I got to make a decision. Okay. And it, there's no way for me to communicate. Andrew uh, Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic is jumping on with us. Andrew, you're a well-traveled man. I'm, I'm assuming you've been out of these United States before? You know, I, not much. I've been to Mexico, let's see, Singapore, a couple places, yeah. but not okay. very much. Okay, let's, let's stick with Mexico for a second. How'd your, how'd your cell phone work down there? Let's see here. Uh, it was spotty. It was spotty, but it did it did work most places. Mine did not work. Okay. Like, and so there was nothing like I could do. The airport. I, I'm assuming you probably got So, so, so Andrew, <laughs> what these guys are suggesting is that I should have gone ahead and missed my connecting flight, too, because somehow that would have improved Bowler's situation. <laughs> he left Bowler in Mexico. No, no. He left Bowler in Mexico, and, and Bowler's wife, Sharon, was really sick at the time. And Gordon just bounced. There was nothing just, I could do. Just bounced. No, it, it, didn't if even I tell him, Andrew. Didn't even tell him. But I, well, I think I might have told him after, but there was no way to communicate in the moment, Andrew. And, I'm telling you, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's this situation is as frustrating as some of the people that need to come see you. Good transition, <laughs> Gordon. Like nailed it. Yeah, let's help our listeners, Andrew. Yeah, you because know, they want to rise to the occasion. Oh, nailed it again. <laughs> you know, there when guys don't perform in the bedroom, it can be agitating. There is no question about it. That agitation that comes along with erectile dysfunction kind of spills over into life, it seems like. And we really like helping guys with this problem that hasn't been resolved with the pills or the injections or supplements. Our acoustic wave therapy, I believe this is the future of ED treatment. Ten years from now, the pill may kind of be fading, be a thing of the past, and this is the go-to. One clinical study said this is the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. It treats the root cause. It improves blood flow, and so many couples are getting back to spontaneity in the bedroom. And, you know, really, the guy's been putting up with some crazy side effects for, for a long time. I, I guess I get it, but you don't need to do it. You don't need to do it. Um, they, that, they think it's the only way. So they take yeah. the pill. It, then they take more and more of it as time goes on. And, of course, the side effects get worse and worse. And I have never seen, heard of, read about a side effect with our treatments, thousands of patients, and we've never heard of anything. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call. 801-901-8000. Get on the schedule. Come in and see that doctor for free. Yes. If you're craving more intimacy, call us and leave your wallet at home. You can come in and take the free. We don't mind at all. Uh, it's the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound with our doctor. You get a very popular gift, produces powerful results in the bedroom. And if you feel like the tank is a little empty, we do the blood work and testosterone to our patients uh, totally free as well. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, we're going to check in, uh, hear from some of the coaches at Mountain West Conference Media Day. Coming up next, stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.